Welcome back to Sister Alley Cat's Tea, where we talk about all things church-related. And on today, we are going to talk about a topic that is very important in our Christian journey. And that topic is forgiveness. Yes, I said forgiveness, which on the other side would be unforgiveness. Now, have you ever been told that unforgiveness and bitterness are the number one wide open doors of access that the enemy uses to gain entry into your life? Have you ever been told that? Well, let's talk about it on today. However, first of all, there is a scripture that I want to read unto you. There is only one sin that I found in the Bible that will never be forgiven. Now let's read about that sin. Why do I want to read this scripture? Because forgiveness is very important. And if we don't forgive, you know, there, there come consequences behind that. Now, if there's only one sin in the Bible that will not get forgiveness from God, I think that we all need to know what that sin is. Therefore, we can understand that, you know, there are some really, really horrible things that people may do to us. However, God will forgive them for that or forgive them for the things that they do. So what is that one sin that will never be forgiven? Well, we're going to go to Mark chapter 3. And we're going to start at verses 28. Verses 28 and 29 is going to tell us what that sin is. The Bible states, Verily I say unto you, this is Jesus talking, All sins, that means everything, all sins shall be forgiven unto the sons of men. And blasphemies wherewith Soever they shall blaspheme. Now, blasphemes mean slander, detraction, the act of belittling, the reputation or the worth of a person, speech that's injurious to another's name, just plain old evil speaking. That is what blasphemy is, blasphemes. So the scripture said, and blasphemes wherewith soever they shall blaspheme. But he that shall blaspheme, that means speak evil. We just uh, um, got the definition for that. He that shall blaspheme, speak evil against or unto or towards the Holy Ghost, which is the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, hath never forgiveness. Hath never forgiveness cannot get forgiveness but is in danger you are subject to you are liable to eternal damnation we're going to read that scripture again verily i say unto you all sins shall be forgiven unto the sons of men and blasphemes wherewith soever they shall blaspheme but he 
that shall blaspheme, speak evil against or towards the Holy Ghost, which we know is also called the Holy Spirit, have never forgiveness. You can never get forgiveness, but is in danger. You are subject to eternal damnation. You have never forgiveness if you blaspheme against the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. So this scripture, Mark 3, 28 and 29, are letting us know that everything else that is done by man will get forgiveness from the Father, except for evil speaking, slander toward the Holy Spirit. So I wanted to clear that up first of all. And I know there are horrible things that people do. However, they are able to get forgiveness for that if they turn away from their wicked ways, if they turn away from their sins. Because this scripture here, Mark 3, 28 and 29, lets us know that they can be forgiven by God the Father. So this scripture is basically the scriptures lets us know that every evil deed can be forgiven except that against the Holy Spirit. So now we want to look up definition for forgive. Let's let's kind of dig deep into it just just a little bit, not too deep. Forgive. Number 1 definition to give up resentment against or the desire to punish someone, stop being angry with someone, to pardon someone. Number two is to give up all claim to punish or exact penalty for an offense. To overlook basically what someone has done. Now forgiveness is an inclination to forgive or to pardon. So we've, we've already talked about forgive is to give up that resentment that we have towards another. And then we go to forgiveness, which is that inclination to forgive. So you have that, 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 um, that desire on the inside to forgive another person for the sin that they have committed against you or the trespass that they have committed against you or the blaspheme that they have committed against you. And we just read the definition to blaspheme. Now I want to go to Mark 11, 25 through 26 and read that scripture as well. And when ye stand praying, the Bible says forgive. If you have ought against any, that your Father which is in heaven may forgive your trespasses, your sin, your deeds. He said, But if ye do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. Now, trespasses is to go beyond the limits or what is considered right, a trespass, go beyond the limits of what is considered right, basically to do wrong. It's a moral offense. So, now let's go back and read that, now that we know what trespass means. And when ye stand praying, 
remember it's very important for us as Christians, us as believers, those that say that we love the Lord, it is very important that we understand and we learn how to forgive. Because the Bible says, and when you stand praying, when you when you start to pray, it's very important that you ha- you have or you have forgiven those who tre- have trespassed against you. You cannot pray unto God and have unforgiveness in your heart and expect Him to hear your cries or for Him to answer your prayers. Why? Because we're going to read Mark eleven twenty five and twenty six. The Bible says, and when you stand praying, forgive. You have to forgive if ye have ought against any. If you have something against someone, the Bible tells us that we have to forgive. And why? That your Father, which is in heaven, that God may forgive you of your trespasses or uh, forgive you of your sin, of your misdeeds. Listen. If we want to be forgiven for the things that we do, we have to forgive others of what they do to us. Now, there is a scripture in Lamentations, which I am going to see if I can pull up, or Ecclesiastes, I'm sorry. Let's see if I can pull up that scripture in Ecclesiastes really quickly. Because I want to read this scripture to you so we don't, you know, think that um, Ecclesiastes 7 and 20. Ecclesiastes 7 and 20. We want to read that scripture here because I want us to understand that we, I don't want anybody going, thinking that they don't sin. Ecclesiastes 7 and 20. Indeed, there is not a righteous man on earth who always does good and who never sins. So the Bible tells us right here that there's no one righteous on this earth that does not commit sins. We commit sin in some form or some fashion let's read it from a different version certainly there is no one so righteous on earth that he always does what is good and never sins so that lets us know that yes we sin that's why we have to pray always That's why we have to repent of our sins daily. So let's read Mark 11, 25 and 26 again. And when ye stand praying, forgive, if ye have ought against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your sins, your misdeeds. But if you do not forgive... Neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your sin, forgive your trespasses, forgive your misdeeds. So it's very important that we forgive regardless of the situation. And we're going to talk more about that. But I just want to get these scriptures into your 
spirit man that you will understand the importance of forgiveness. And I'm going to read Mark 11 one more time. And when you say pray and forgive, if you all, if you have an ought against any, that your Father, which is in heaven, may forgive you. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive you your trespasses. Let's go to Luke 17, verses 1 through 5. And let's read this before we like dig deep into this. Then said he unto his disciples, he is Jesus. It is impossible, but that offenses, that means traps and snares, it is impossible, but that offenses will come. In other words, offenses will come and they are guaranteed to come. But woe unto man or woe unto him through whom those offenses come. So Jesus said, it's, it's, offenses are going to come, but woe to the person that brings those offenses. He said, Jesus said, it is better for him, that person who brought the offenses, that a millstone, very heavy stone, look up the word millstone, were hanged about his neck and he cast into the sea. In other words, you put this stone, this heavy stone around your neck and cast yourself or maybe someone else cast you into the sea. In other words, that you may drown. Then that he should offend, put a stumbling block, one of these little ones. We can look at little ones as young ones, young people, uh, children. And we can look at little ones as uh, in rank or influence. Someone that's low in rank or someone that's low in influence. And that can be an adult. So Jesus said, it were better if he would tie a millstone around his neck and cast himself into the sea than to offend, to uh, put a stumbling block uh, in the way of one of his children or one of his children. Uh, uh, co-heirs I would say but God is saying you might as well cast yourself into the sea and drown than to offend one of his the Bible also says in the scripture take heed to yourselves if thy brother transpass against thee rebuke him in other words scold him sharply and if he repents if he changes his mind, forgive him. That's what repentance means. Repentance, uh, repent is simply changing your mind, changing your thinking and going a different way. A lot of people get upset when you say the word repent as though it's a harsh, a harsh word. But it's not a harsh word. All repent means is for you to change your mind, change your way of thinking Turn away from your evil thinking, your evil mindset, and go in a di different direction. Basically, go in a direction of doing good. That's what repent means. But And here Jesus is saying, take heed to yourselves. Uh, be mindful if your brother trespass against you. Rebuke him. You know, let him know of his misdeed. 
And if he repents, if he changes his mind, if he turns away from it, if he, you know, asks for forgiveness, the Bible says you have to forgive him. And if he trespasses against these seven times in a day. So if this same person uh, uh, sins against you seven times within a day and seven times in a day turn again to the saying, I repent, I am sorry. Jesus said, thou shalt forgive him. Now, granted, I'm going to add a, a, a Sister Alley Cat version in here, <laughs> just my version, that says if that person is sincere. Now, if they're just saying it just to be saying something just to manipulate you, then no. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we got to forgive them anyway. However, we have to make sure that they are truly repenting and turning away from their sins or they are truly sorry and not trying to manipulate you there's a difference between that and if they are trying to manipulate you then there is another uh, path that can be gone down prior i'm gonna say this this is alex sister alex cat's version prior to forgiveness there's another path to go down prior to forgiveness so Let's read this scripture one more time. This this uh, this episode is going to be very short. So this forgiveness, it will be a series. This topic on forgiveness will be a series. Um, we're going to have shorter episodes. So I'm going to read this one more time and see what it says to us again. Jesus said in Luke 17, 1 through 5, then he said unto his disciples, It is impossible that offenses will not come, but woe unto him who, through whom these offenses come. It were better for him that a millstone were hanged around his neck and he cast into the sea than to offend one of these little ones. Take heed to yourselves, brother. Now I put brother in there. Take heed to yourselves, my brother. If thy brother and brother is anyone, it, do, it does not have to be your Christian brother, your Christian sister. That is anyone. We are mankind. Brother means mankind in that sense. If thy brother transpass against thee, if thy brother sins against thee, against you, rebuke him. That means scoldly, uh, uh, scold him sharply rebuke him and if he repents if he changes his mind you have to forgive him and if he trespass against these seven times in a day and seven times in a day turn again to you and say i repent thou shalt forgive him now this is the part that will be very um a pleasing to you <laughs> the apostles because jesus was talking to the apostles to the prophets or to his people his disciples i should say jesus was talking to his disciples and what did his disciples say his disciples said unto the lord increase our faith in other words they're saying lord help us because this is a hard saying this is hard for us to take in if somebody, you know, sins against me seven times in a day, if somebody 
say abuses me seven times in a day, if somebody molests me seven times in a day, if somebody batters me seven times in a day, if somebody slanders my name seven times in a day, if somebody um, lies on me seven times in a day, if somebody, um, whatever, you put, you put what happens there for you seven times in a day and they turn around seven times and say I'm sorry I repent of what I did to you Jesus said you have to forgive them you have to forgive that person for scandalizing your name seven times in a day you have to give, forgive that person for abusing you seven times in a day. You have to say, I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. Seven times in a day. That's what Jesus said for us to do. Why? Because if we don't forgive our Father which in heaven, which is in heaven, will not forgive our trespasses, our sins. And we read the scripture in Ecclesiastes that, oh yes, we sin, we sin, we are not perfect. We sin, therefore we need the Father to forgive us. And if he trespasses against thee seven times in a day, one more time, and seven times in a day, turn again to thee saying I repent thou shalt forgive him and the disciples said unto the Lord increase our faith O God and that's what we can say on today Lord increase our faith because it is not easy to forgive that's why this is a topic on Sister Allie Cat's Tea. You know, we talk about all things church related. We talk about things that are, are discussed in the church. We talk about things that are not discussed in the church. We talk about things that the church community do. And we talk about things that the church community does not do. And there's a lot of people, a lot of individuals in the church community. I'm going to say community. I'm not going to say that they're truly... Uh, uh, believers or are living the truth of God because the scripture already told us and even even if they are true believers and, and living the, to the best of their knowledge living for the Lord the scripture already has told us that you know sin is is prevalent in us it's in us why because we are made from the dust of the earth we are Adam's seed Adam brought forth sin therefore we will sin. That's why we have to ask for forgiveness when we pray. The scripture tells us when we pray, we have to forgive so that we can be forgiven. The, uh, the Jesus model prayer, we have we ask the Lord to forgive us. Forgive us of our sins um, just as we forgive those that sinned against us. And if you like listen to that prayer or think about that prayer, it says... Father, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us. So if I don't forgive those that trespass against me, the Father is not going to forgive me. If I half-heartedly 
forgive those that trespass against me. The script, uh, the prayer said, as, as I forgive those, I want the Lord to forgive me as I forgive those. So if I forgive half-heartedly, then uh, perhaps the Lord is going to forgive me half-heartedly. You know, I'm just I'm just breaking it down to our understanding so we can get uh, uh, really think about forgiveness and how we forgive and what we do in order to uh, get the blessings from the Lord. Now, if I <laughs> if I don't forgive um, from the depths of my heart, then I'm asking the Lord, OK, Lord, I want you to forgive uh, me, like I forgave those that sinned against me. So I'm forgiving those that sinned against me half-heartedly. I'm asking the Lord to forgive me half-heartedly. No, no, I don't think so. I want to forgive from the depths of my heart so that God can forgive me from the depths of his heart. <laughs> Praise God. So we understand that we have to forgive now we've established us uh, a foundation here by scripture we've established a type of foundation that the only sin first of all that cannot be forgiven is if we blaspheme against the holy ghost so that lets me know that all these other things that men do can be forgiven. That lets me know all these things that men do toward me, they can be forgiven. The Father will forgive you for what you do. However, you have to repent. What does repent mean? Repent means that you have to change your mind. You have to change from doing the evil that you do and go and do good. That is what repents me. That is just that simple. All you have to do is repent of your misdeeds. And turn away from that. And God will forgive you. Just that simple. So we've established those two points that. Or that point that God forgives all sins except for blaspheming of the Holy Ghost. And we've learned that when we pray that we have to forgive our brethren, if we want God to forgive our sins. And even if our brother sins against us seven times within one day, that we have to forgive him those seven times if he repents of his sins, if he says that he's sorry, if he turns away uh, changes his mindset on what he did to you. Therefore, and I want to add in there if his repentance is wholeheartedly, if his repentance is genuine, not a repent that's manipulating you or manipulating us. There is another action, another a route that can be taken before we get to forgiveness if somebody is trying to manipulate and I would say that would be uh, a, a rebuke. Well, Jesus already told us in there, rebuke. If, you're, if your brother trespasses against you, rebuke him. That means scold him sharply. Now, if you, if you um, are not able to scold him sharply, then there are other ways to get um, to forgiveness. There's, there's another route to forgiveness. So, so we've, we've laid a foundation for forgiveness. And um, we're going to be like the disciples and say, 
Lord, increase our faith. We need faith to uh, bring this to fruition. We need faith to forgive those that constantly sin against us. Increase our faith, O God, that we may forgive. Father, in your Son, Jesus' name we pray. Lord, help us. You said that there are many afflictions of the righteous, but you deliver us out of them all. We are praying today, Lord, that you increase our faith. You said in your word that if we call upon you, that you will answer us and that you will show us great and mighty things, Lord, in this subject of forgiveness and unforgiveness. Lord, we pray that you show us great and mighty things. Now, this is the end of episode one of forgiveness slash unforgiveness. Thank you again for listening to Sister Ellie Kest T. And guess what? I will talk to you soon. <laughs>